And I just buzzed a buzzer and this door opens and it's Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, yeah. What kind of meat do you have? Yo, what up? Shanks is in the building. Welcome back to Shanks and Friends. Man, we got a special guest today, dog. We got Officer... What the fuck your name is? Nefarious? It's Sheriff Nasarius. Sheriff Nasarius. Man, that sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Man, I should know this full name because he was my arresting officer recently. And we hit it up. We hit it. We hit it off. Would you say that? Yeah, you, you tried to hit me, so we hit it off, and I hit you back. I knocked you down. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He did knock me down. But you know, on Shanks and Friends, you know, it's all about we healing and stuff like that. You know, that's what they've been telling me to work on on the inside. It's, it's like, um, you know, like forgiving people, like lingo grudges and stuff, which for me is like kind of a pansy move, but, you know, I'm trying to better myself out here in these streets. So, uh, I had Officer Loquacious on the show today, and I figured, you know, we could make amends. It's actually Sheriff Nasarius. Okay. Um, and yeah, I would like you to make amends. I mean, look, we're at 7-Eleven, okay? I'm there, just on my break, getting a soda, and you come in, and you were trying to heal yourself. You were, st- you were, you were trying to steal Band-Aids and scissors and all kinds of stuff. Yo, I just watched a Nelly music video. I put it under my left eye, just like, you know, you know, just like a, a St. Lunatic do. And I was trying to feel myself, so I needed some Band-Aids. Is that okay? Well, but the thing is, you hadn't purchased the items. You were doing it all inside of the 7-Eleven, and when the person working there asked you to pay for the stuff before you used it, you threw the box of Band-Aids at them. Yeah, I said, hey, bitch, get cut. I started shanking a fool. I started shanking a fool behind the register. You don't talk to me like that, dog. Yeah, but but you, you can't take a pair of scissors and stab it at somebody, and you can't throw Band-Aids at people because you're going to hurt them, and I had to arrest you. You tried to hit me. I threw you on the ground. If anything, I was being mindful of the other person's feelings because I had just shanked them, so I threw Band-Aids at them. Honestly, I felt like I was doing the right thing. You realize that that's attempted murder. That's a crime. It's attempted murder of you, a bitch. It's just another day of you, Shanks. So let me ask you a question. Um, is this normal behavior for you? Like, have you have you like stabbed people before? My name's Shanks. Hell yeah, I stabbed people before. And where does this come from in your life? Like, what kind of do you have anger issues? What is this? No, nah, I'm a pretty happy person. I just <laughs> like stabbing people. And what what do you get out of stabbing people? Blood. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So you get blood out of stabbing people, and are you afraid to go to jail again? No, I kind of like it in there, but I'm always on the outs. You know, I'm finding ways to escape at all times. I I did a green mile one time where I held I held a guy's hand when he was sick, and then I started breathing out flies and stuff. I was like, ah, and then it distracted a guard, and then I ran out the back door. Do you have a job? Like, what do you do every day? A hustling. So you're saying you like you hustle, you sell drugs. I do a little bit of this. I do a little bit of that. I do a little clack, clack, clack. <laughs> so you kill people. I mean, 
if you want to make it all unromantic like that, then yeah, sometime. I guess what, what, what I'm wondering is like, what drives you? Like, what is your biggest fear? Man, are you some therapist bitch or you a cop, homie? I thought we were going to bond over like, you know, you arresting people and we're going to go over stories like that, you know, because this ain't the first time you arrested me. Well, that is definitely true. I did arrest you in the back of a Walmart because you were shooting up. Um, and the weird thing is you were shooting up with Clorox bleach. I don't know why you were inhaling and trying to shoot up Clorox bleach. Yo, y'all ever inhaled and shot up some Clorox bleach? Makes your eyes go straight. I'm sorry. Do you know inhaling and Clorox bleach and shooting it up? That actually can kill you. That I don't know if the, you know that that does not good for you. Like, um, what was your point in doing that? Well, my friend said we should go to the bleach. So you know, we in California. He's like, let's go to the bleach. I was like, okay. And then don't forget the very first time I arrested you, you were trying to break into a water park at night. Remember that? 3 a.m. trying to break into water yeah, park. Yeah, because it's just like McDonald's. Why are they shutting down the ice cream machine at the most opportune time when you're ready to lick the ice cream cone? Around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Why are you shutting down the machine? That's how I feel about water parks. Do I really want to go in the thick of the day when it's all hot and muggy and all these long-ass lines and stuff? No. Keep it going late night. So, yeah, I might have hopped a fence and tried to go down a slide or something and then I saw your ass there. Well, you got stuck on the fence because you were wearing a full like snow outfit that you would wear in the Antarctic and I don't, I still don't understand and you had hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff stuck inside of your snow outfit. I don't know what you were on. I don't know if it was bleach or what but you got stuck in the middle of the slide. All right. Well, I was going to throw like a barbecue out in the middle of, of this of this theme park but it didn't work out okay. I was going to invite more friends okay. They just didn't show. So yeah, I got hot dogs, I got hamburgers, I got a little bit of everything. And by the way, just so you know, I know that was you that broke into the funeral home and went inside the coffin and slept. I know that was you. So don't try to, you know. I mean, I'm a big Lost Boys fan, and if you never slept in the coffin, then <laughs> sometimes you'd be a bitch. You ever seen inside a coffin? No, I, I can't Officer say that. Officer No, no, it's Officer Nassadius. Mm. Officer Nassadius. Hmm. And no, I've never slept inside of a coffin. I, I I think that's kind of disrespectful, especially when somebody was just recently buried in it. You know, you can't dig it up and sleep inside of a coffin. You know what I say about that? What? Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the... You realize it's just a rap song. You're just literally saying another man's lyrics. What are you talking about? That's a poem I wrote. So Officer Pupacious, um Officer Nassarius. Why are you saying it with some kind of accent like an umlaut or something like that? Like an umlaut? Yeah. It's Officer Nassadius. I don't know what an umlaut is. You put like a camelot over like one of those letters that are like, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like a little bit of, uh. like, why you do that? You know, I got to be honest. I feel like you're being aggressive and, and there is a point at this where you're going to cross the line and I will rearrest you for obstructing justice and disturbing the peace. You're going to threaten me on my own show, you oh, bitch? Oh, yeah, 100%. I will th I will threaten you, and I will throw you back into jail where you belong. And I'll fry you up like a piece of bacon. Pig? Oink, oink. But what does that even mean? Because you a piggy. Oink, oink. Yo, honestly? Yeah. I know what you're doing is fake, but that sounds real as hell. 
How the fuck you do that? You sound like an old timey movie living inside your armpit. Sometimes you need backup when you're dealing with criminals such as yourself. You know? Um, oh, like you never created a crime in your life? No, I you never. You never created a crime in your life? No, I actually haven't. That's why I'm a police officer. I don't, I don't. Man. I mean, I did, I did, to be fair, when I was younger, I was underage. I did wreck a car once. <gasps> I did wreck a car once. Spill it, spill it, spill it, spill it, spill it, spill it, damn guts. I wrecked a car once. Okay. I got scared uh -huh. and I ran away. Yeah. Um, no one ever found the car. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up going to the police station and saying what happened. I had wrecked into a telephone pole and um, I got put on probation for leaving the scene of an accident. Yep. I wrapped my car around a telephone pole and I ran. Who did you call? Man, Shanks has got your bitch ass. Who'd you call? You hit a telephone line? That's damn hilarious, son. You couldn't call anybody because the phone line went down because you ran into a telephone pole. So who are you going to call? Actually, the, the phone, actually the phone line didn't go down. The telephone pole didn't go down. Well, I'm about to go and down on you. I'm sorry. That literally doesn't make sense. That yeah. That pole went down and Shanks about to go down. La, 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 la. Because you know what? Yeah. I'm looking for a breakfast burrito mm -hmm. heavy on the bacon. <sighs> That's what James won't. Do you know what I just thought of is I, I really do like Egg McMuffins. Some people say that cum smell like Egg McMuffin. No, 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 no. Literally, no one has ever said that. I said it. You know what? You're, you, you, you're threatening. My homie Lil Rock said that. You're crossing the line. He you, looked like a Lil Dwayne Johnson. It's you crazy. And Lil Rock. Uncanny, likable. He's also from Arkansas. That's why we call him Lil Rock. So it's a weird double entendre. Keep going. You are crossing the line. You went from indecent exposure to using foul language in public. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, you're getting very close to being rearrested again. Okay. Well, can we play ping pong when, when I go back into the correctional facility again? We can play ping pong, but I will win and you know I'm going to win. I always win. And when I win, I get your snacks from the canteen. So... Okay. That's a steep bet, dog. I don't know if I can take you up on that. You know, Officer Nasarius. How about Nasarius, if I win, I get your gun? How about huh? Officer Nasarius will kick the shit out of you? How about that? Officer Nasarius is going to kick the shit out of you if you keep it up. You you coming to me like this on my show? Yeah. You saying you're going to kick the shit out I of me? I will kick the shit. I'm, I'm off duty. Huh. That's what I thought. No, 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 no. Piece I, of shit. I was thinking. Oh, you don't call me a piece of shit. Piece of shit times two. I will fuck you inside your eye hole. That's fine. Piece of shit times two. Three. What are you, an infantile? You got some kind of syndrome? You call me a piece of shit times three? I'll stab you, dog. I'll fuck you up. You looking at me like some little bitch coming at me on my show? Tell me you're going to kick my shit in? I'm going to push your shit in with my dick. Quick question. Uh, yeah. Are you looking at me? Because I can't tell. Your eyes are all over the place. You've never been looked at before by a real man, so you don't know what it feel like. No, no, I'm just referring to the fact that you have cross-eyed. What the hell you say? Your eyes are crossed. I don't know if you're looking at me. Huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. Bitch. Thank you so much for coming in on Shanks and Friends. Uh, Officer Loquacious is his name. Nasari. Officer Nasarius. Amy Sedaris was my guest today. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Amy. I love you. And tune in next time for Shanks and Friends.
Hey. Hi. Oh, this is going to be a good podcast. I feel as though it is going to be really good. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for being here. Can you imagine if we spoke like this all the time? It would be exhausting. <laughs> so stupid. By the way, yes, uh, out of all my friends that I see in mm -hmm. comedy club parking lots, mm -hmm. I never know what the energy is going to be when I see you. If it's going to be- up. I am so sorry. I was talking to my other personalities. <laughs> That's This is what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? You think I, I'm up and down? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a second. How this is rude and confrontational. I'm just saying. Yes. Wait, have I ever been mean to you? Nope. So what, can you be more specific? I will. Now. Oh, right now. Yeah, right now. I want okay. you to be more specific. What do you mean? Um... Sometimes I'll see you. Mm -hmm. It's very meek. Hey, hey, Jeremiah. And then other times I'll see you. Thousand miles per hour. Thousand miles per hour. Hey, buddy, how are you doing? Well, I can tell you something. Something about this business is it's great because we all have a 401k. We all have a pension. Nobody's free falling and everybody knows the yellow brick road. I mean, we all know exactly where we're going. There's no up and down in this business. Yeah. Josh? Yeah. Are you okay? I'm totally fine. There's oh. an up and down in this business. You, oh, there is. You went. You looked into the the soul of the camera for a second, like while I was talking. Oh, like like you started to look into that camera a little bit. That's because I'm always on. <laughs> uh, look, I was just doing D a bit. Does it get tiring? No, no. Actually, you know what's great is when I'm home, I'm a totally different person. When really? I'm, oh yeah. When I'm out. Most of the time that you say up and down, most time I'm very excited. Like I wake up in the morning, like, this is awesome. What do I get to do today? Like we get to create. Right. Like I don't have a day job. You know what? Actually, one of uh, our friends, Dean Del Rey, um, I said, how crazy, you know, you're touring the country. He goes, yo, dude, every day that I'm not swinging a hammer, I'm happy. Yeah. He goes, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be doing something else. I'm paraphrasing. But so that's kind of how I feel. I don't be in Wichita selling window siding. Well, you've had some... I mean, you talk about it in your act, but you've had some interesting jobs in the past. I sold frozen meat door to door from the back of a pickup truck for 21 years. <laughs> that takes a special kind of person to do that, my Dude, friend. Dude, I would knock on strangers' doors and I'd either have a gun pulled on me or it would be Keanu Reeves. How you've had guns pulled on you? Oh, yeah. I literally sold to a, a, a gun pulled on me in one day and then I drove. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to a better area. And I drove up in the hills. So you didn't make that sale? No, no, I, I didn't make that sale. <laughs> Actually, I just go, hey, I got filet mignons for $1.98. Look, you might be scared, but I'm telling you, I'm going to give you a great deal on whatever I got. I mean, I had answers for everything. They're like, oh, yeah? Yeah. Give me, a, give me a reason why you wouldn't buy from me. Any reason at all. No matter how abstract. I don't have enough money. You know what? I'm from Maryland. I'm going to give you a great deal. You're going through a bad time. I'm going through a bad time. Filet mignons are only $1.98. I don't even know what I just said. I'm from Maryland. Has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's try this. Um, uh, I just found out I have herpes. You know what? A lot of people go through that. I actually have gonorrhea myself, and it's not something to be embarrassed about. You know what I'm doing? Make you feel better. I'm gonna give you filet mignons, New York strips, and T-bones at half price. Don't tell your neighbors. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, well, what if? Um, sorry, it's not a good time. Um, one of my family members just died. You know what? A lot of times we do funerals and wakes and stuff like that. Don't tell your neighbors. I'm going to give you some free steaks, but again, don't tell your neighbors and don't worry. I take visa. You can pay me whenever. 
I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. These are good responses. <laughs> but yeah. Keanu Reeves, huh? Yep. Open the door wearing a dinner jacket, no shirt, and a scarf. And oh. the pitch is, um, hey, you buy one, you get one free. And I must have said it 30 times, buy one, get one free. And literally wrote the check. And it was like $548, at $541. Left it blank. Just signed it. Um, and I go, hey, you want your free one? He goes, give it to someone else. Like, that's how cool he was. Wow. Totally true. I remember exactly where I was at. I know where his house was at the time. And I just buzzed a buzzer and this door opens and it's Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, yeah. What kind of meat do you have? He was dope. He was cool. No shirt. I mean, that's the Keanu Reeves way. Awesome. When you're that free with your life, who needs shirts? It's a very good point. Right? Yeah. If you're that comfortable in your own skin, who needs a shirt? That's why Matthew McConaughey probably doesn't need to wear a shirt. He don't need a shirt. He don't need no shirt really think i'm moody <laughs> you start crying yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm really i'm generally a happy guy i've had my bouts of depression <laughs> depression but no it's never yes. here i'll i'll be more specific it's never negative when i see you yeah it's always shades of positive yeah which is good that could be the name of my special shades of positive it could <sighs> I mean, I just, yeah, sometimes I get like that. I think all of us do. Yeah. This business is crazy. Yeah. It's insane what we have to go through. And then all of a sudden you book something and you're validated and you go, all right, it's worth it. So recently you've started to find some success on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Do you find that validating? I mean, look, I woke up, I'm like, I'm 24 years old. What am I going to do? <laughs> so I woke up, I'm 32 years old. Okay, such a horrible life. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, continue. I woke up, I'm 41 years old. So uh, it was January 15th. I remember I was in my carport in uh, my old apartment building and I remember kind of just sitting there and I'm like, and I was alone and I'm not dating anybody. I was just sitting there. I'm like, well, I'm either going to be successful during this pandemic or I'm going to be a failure. And I go, well, I'll just be successful. That's literally, there was a point. And um, I have hidden cameras all over my car and uh, I drive around and I drive up to people and I say the most ridiculous things. Like I'll pull up next to somebody and say, uh, a, a, a couple, excuse me, sir, if I give you $500 million right now, if I gave you $500 million right now, would you be willing to not talk to her for a year? And he'd go, I do it for free. So there's the punchline, funny joke. Right. Uh, I'm about to cross 500 million views, 1.6 million, 1.7 million followers probably in the next month. Um, Dang. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, literally about nine, nine and a half months exactly. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, so now I got a 10 city tour coming up. I'm doing stand up with my buddy Todd Royce, who is also on TikTok, has 700,000 followers. And yeah, turns nothing into something. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Yeah, it's fun. I, I've seen, I've been following since the beginning. And it's a fun follow. They're very fun. They're, yeah. they're, they're a good mood lifter because it's like, oh, what's, what, what did he, what did he say today? Well, they're short. They're 13 to 15, 16 seconds. And yeah. then they loop. Um, and they're all positive. Because what happens is, what really happens, because I've talked to the people I've filmed is, I film them and then it bounces around the world. And then one of their friends sends it to them. 
And then they hit me up. They go, oh my God. Da, 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 da. So I would never want to put anything out that would make them look bad. Maybe they're or getting divorced or, or sick yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, you know, uh, whatever. They just got in a fight with them. Like, so I never, there's been very few, maybe six times where the person just didn't look great. And when I look back at it, it's just me. I wasn't in a good mood. It's like stand up. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do you have a bad show unless you go, I didn't connect. I didn't do my job, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's fun. How often though, as a stand up, do you feel like I gave everything I had and it, it just, the stars didn't align? Very rarely. Mm-hmm. If you're, well, if I go back and listen to it, if I gave everything I had, my biggest thing is if I'm having a bunch of good shows and then I have a bad show, usually it's like, oh, I was kind of riding too high and I was kind of above the crowd energy wise. I didn't take time to connect yeah. just in the very beginning, just at one point. That's it. And I go up. Oh, if I connected, they would have been on the train. With me. Yeah. When you have those really good shows and then all of a sudden you're like, you're leaning in a little bit too much where you're like, oh, I'm about to get the room in my hand right yep. here. And then it doesn't happen. You're like, oh, okay. Yep. Got to keep working. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like when that happens and no- noticing it on stage and going, oh, okay. How do I self-correct right now in the middle of my act? You know? Yeah. Because that's all you have to do. You have to just somehow plug back in. So... I've gotten this question asked to me a couple of times and I bring up your name every single time this question is asked to me. People will ask every once in a while, me as a comic, who I've seen kill the hardest. And there was one show that I saw you do that we went on the road together to a place called The Ranch years ago. It was dope. And I don't know how well you remember that set, but... Out of, I've seen a lot of com- comedians. I don't know what was in the water that night, what you were on, but it's one of the hardest I've ever seen a, a comic kill. And you were talking, it was, it was, gr- it was like gross stuff, but it was, it was hilarious. You were talking about eating an old woman out through her diaper. <gasps> <laughs> and it was just so filthy. It I was, remember that It was joke. so next level filthy that the room and the and he had an act out and everything to go with it it was so disgusting and i was i was like crying laughing and everybody else in the room was too because you're like doing this just so over the top act out for this disgusting thing and it was just like one of those times in comedy where i was like this is so fun just to be watching a friend murder right now fear before I went up, we were. Uh, if you're facing the stage on the right, there was some, it wasn't even a green room. It was like sectioned off. And I told you, I go, this is my first time headlining. Yep. Um, and I think I said something along, something along, I, you guys might need to do more time. Mm-hmm. Something. Because um, I had, didn't have that much time. So I went in and I was just like six gear, go. And it was just like amoeba just searching. Da, 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 da. Oh, so yeah. There was no filter. Of, oh my God, industry. Oh my God, my career. Oh my God, I want to do good. I want them to have me back. I, there was nothing. Survival. Which, yeah, which actually is the way it should be when I do stand up. Sure. Because that's where I think the genius is created. I don't know if this story is true. It doesn't make mathematical sense because of the way OR is set up. But I heard that Jim Carrey used to crawl around on stage. The story was like for like 45 minutes, like he was a cockroach mm-hmm. and nobody would laugh. Yeah. But I don't know how he would do 45 minutes in the OR doing that unless he was already Jim Carrey. But the point is, is just pushing it you know, like when you have that character that I love, you know, shit man, come man, those, those are so ridiculous right. that they're so past the line that people are laughing at that this person's doing this. 
I have a I have a character that Josh will request out of the darkness in the back of the OR every once in a while. Um and I only do this character on request, so if you come see me on the road and you're really wanting to see something that I don't really do very often, then uh request a character I do called Shit Man. And the way I set up excuse me, a uh, question in the back. You know, mm-hmm. it's me. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. What's yeah, the question? Yeah. I go, yeah, I heard you have an audition coming up. I was just wondering, could you run your audition for us? <laughs> and I do the voice like that. Where people are like, wait, what? Who's yeah. this guy? Yeah, yeah. And then you go, hey, guys, I'm trying out for diversity, a diversity showcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I do the thing. <laughs> Which is just you pretending like you're shitting, but like horrible diarrhea and you do it for five minutes. I mean, don't give give away the, the, the bit. It doesn't matter. I know. I know. It's because it's so simple it's so dumb and simple and it's fun watching the audience watch you oh yeah because they're like he's not really gonna <laughs> he's not really gonna go through with this is he the way you set it up your body's all small hey guys i have an audition <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah and then after all that excuse me another question in the back i heard you have another character could you do a come man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's just it's so gross it's so gross. It's stuff that happens like late night at the comedy store that doesn't make it to other comedy clubs. But if you request it, if you happen to have listened or watched this podcast, I'll do it on the road. If somebody if somebody requests that at a at a, at the opportune moment of a set, not like mid punchline to some other bit that I'm doing. But, but you realize if you had put that online, that would go viral. I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe we'll see. Is that a challenge? Oh uh, yeah, you can't put it on TikTok. You get banned, probably. Yeah, I I just put I put something blurred out. I did a Buffalo Bill blurred out, and they removed it like instantly. I was like, oh wow, yep. they're on top of this. Yep, yep. TikTok even censored. I was like, really? They do not play around. If I ever say any type of cuss word, um, let's say I say fuck, I will take out the fu. So we'll go. Uh, in yeah, the caption or what? In the audio. In the audio I, too. I, just, I drop it out. The audience doesn't hear it. Yeah, so I was going on and fuck. I go audience is going on uck. They hear uck and they see the word, but F star star K or F star. Yeah. Weird. So the audience and even if they bleep it out, they go, okay, whatever. So I go in and auto just drop it out. And huh. then I, you know, delete the first safe. one, make sure Yeah, because I just I've had community violations just not knowing. Just you know, Ooh, when it came up. Right, right. Uh, and I'm at the point now where they could ban my whole account, you know? Just because you're learning and growing. There's no the rules kind of you know, like all of my videos, all of them are positive. But yeah. like I used to pull up next to me, excuse me, sir, I could be wrong, but you look like the type of guy that likes to fuck. Am I right? You know? And then all the guys are like, yeah. And it's cute. It's funny. But I'm kind of like when you said uh, about my stand-up, it was gross, but it was fun and cute. Like I was just being silly. Right. And the audience knows that. Um, but yeah, TikTok does not play around. TikTok don't play around. How long have we known each other now? A while. A decade? I don't know. Probably. We've known each other for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's been so good. It's been so good. You're like, I really want, I came on this to tell you that I'm in love with you. (laughs) Yeah. Josh? Yeah. I've known you for a long time and Mm -hmm. something's been boiling inside of me. 
Would you mind if I ran my entire set by you right now? Sure, if that's the... I had something I was going to say, but yeah, we can listen to your set. Oh, I'm sorry. You can finish. But what I was going to say is, you know, we've known each other a long time. And... Quick question. I know you're busy right now. Yeah. Did, did you just die on your own podcast? Yeah. Why? It happens a lot. What? What? What is the uh, medical condition? Oh, it's from bombing. <laughs> <laughs> I jump out of my own skin and I die. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There's a phase in your life where I didn't know you. Do you remember that? Are you... Are you dying now? Yeah. So you can go see Josh Nasser on tour. He's doing a 10-city tour right now. Um, I'm currently on tour as well. Get tickets at jeremiahwatkins.com or you can get tickets at... Excuse me, what's that.com? Excuse me, what's that.com? Seattle this weekend, Nashville, Alabama coming up. Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian Maniscalco. When did you get here? You got a tour. You're promoting it on the podcast. Hey, (laughs) Sebastian, I'm I'm glad that you you joined um, Mm -hmm. today. Uh, How... um, how, what was it like meeting Jerry Seinfeld, Sebastian? Dude takes my bits. He, t- <laughs> he takes your bits. You're 35 and you got a baseball cap on. What are you doing? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I I can't, I keep doing, I do Sebastian too much. Yeah. yeah, he's one. I mean, he's one of those guys. It's like, uh, you know, like a Brody voice or like an Earl voice. That's so just. There's a such a specific cadence there that it's it's you just get in the rhythm of doing that. I almost got into a fight with somebody in Venice um, because I was walking into the grocery store and I was doing it was by myself. And Sebastian comes out and the guy was wearing no shoes. And he walked in the grocery store. I was behind him. Hey, you got, you got no shoes on? And I said it out loud. And he goes, what? What'd you say? I, I, I look at your hoof. <laughs> you said that? I didn't say look at your hoof. But I go, I, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. But he, I literally got no shoes on. I literally said that. No one was with me. Right. But I look at your hoof. I got I got in the habit of I had to like tone it down. There's like a I for a month straight. Like when anybody would say anything, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like Earl Skagel. Oh, 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 yeah. I bet you would. I bet you would. I mean, he's. What was that? That's Earl. <laughs> no, my name is Earl. What was that? 
Well, when I'm in the OR, and you know this, I tell, like, if it's late night, I tell the people, like, uh, in the back, the comedians, like, stop me, start me, interrupt me. Oh, dude, I, you, I can't believe you you let that happen. It would drive me nuts what you allow other comics well, to I do. Encourage. During oh, I know. I know you encourage it, but it would drive me. I'm okay with the occasional interruption, but I never ask people to interrupt. Well, look, you have that. You have some of the best comedic minds in the world assassinating you. And then I play the victim like, whoa, what's going on? I can't right. believe this. And the funny part is you, you, you feel their punchlines. You feel it hit you in the chest. Like I literally drop the mic sometimes. They're so good. Yeah. I mean, Earl's like, uh, if you were the comic on tower two, I'd root for the plane to go faster. <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> Jeez, Earl. Yeah. 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 He's just. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty solid stuff. <laughs> it's so silly. Would you say back in the day, because you posted old pictures and stuff like that when you were in the nightclub scene and stuff like that, were you, would you consider yourself a douchebag back in the day? So I wore Ed Hardy. Mm -hmm. I had a Hummer. Mm -hmm. I had a Jaguar with spinners. Mm -hmm. I sold meat from the back of a Jaguar with spinners. Mm -hmm. I went to nightclubs four days a week. This all checks out. I was dating a one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends, one of the Magnificent Seven. Sure. I would go to Vegas and stay in the Playboy suite. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a douchebag, but with the same personality. I just, I got into that nightclub scene and then I was promoting shows. I had probably one of the hottest shows in Los Angeles. I was actually in the belly room. It was in the belly room. And um, there was, you know, it was sold out every week, every Friday night. And what I would tell people, hey, you have to go on to the backside entrance, VIP entrance, make sure you use my name at the backside entrance because if not, we can't guarantee you entry. And I would have 50, 60, 80, 100 people every week for six years straight. But I was essentially a club promoter. Wow. Yeah. Were you doing stand-up heavily at that time? Uh, but I was hosting. I mean, you know the guys that do yeah, it. You know, yeah. I thought that's what stand-up was. I didn't know. So you were kind of getting the glory of... The, of all these people coming to see you and mm -hmm. every kind of being everybody's friend because you're packing out the club and and you know you're you're greasing all the right wheels but not really like as far as comedy goes not really like seriously like i didn't even know what it was because i was coming uh, from the world of crowd warm-up so i did crowd warm-up for seven years for every network every tv show spring breaks it would be me in front of three thousand kids for 10 12 hours what? Yeah, I did crowd warm up for seven years for all of the MTV spring breaks. I flew all over the world doing stuff. I was hosting TV shows on ESPN. Uh, one was called American Muscle where I'd fly around the world like Trinidad and Spain here and I'd interview these bodybuilders, but they wanted me to bring personality. Yeah. So uh, I did that. I was on a workout show 5.30 and 7.30 in the morning um, working out on ESPN too. Yeah, Kiana Tom's Flex Appeal. What? So I had a bunch of stuff and then I went to the nightclubs and then the career dropped and then I go, yeah, I don't and I had a business. I was literally living in a house across from Kanye West when I was doing the meat thing. That's how successful the meat thing was? Oh, yeah. I had, that, 20, that, I had 21 guys working for me. I had a fleet of trucks. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a business. That's why you did it for 21 years, because it was that successful. There were days I'd make fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. What? Yeah, yeah. It was it was a big business. And I ran it right, and I tried to really take care of people. And But it was it, you're a used car salesman, essentially. Right. It's too hard. My, my body was stressed for 20 years. Yeah. And then I woke up one day, literally, and I was like, I don't like this. I don't like being angry all the time and stressed. It affected your mood every day just because you're so stressed? Yeah, because you're, you're essentially, you're walking up to somebody who doesn't know, you're knocking on a door, and in seven to 12 minutes, you open, middle, close them, grab a check, and go to the bank and cash it. So you have to do that all the time. 
Wow. And then my best guy, my best employee was quite frankly, an alcoholic drug addict because he would go out and slam, sell, and then go that night and drink it all away or smoke it all away or whatever, and then have to come back. So with that, you're basically a babysitter. You know, people are yeah. stealing your trucks and wrecking your trucks, leaving them at the train station. Sorry, I got to go home. Just, I mean, it was a lot and it was a big company. Whew. But uh, I woke up and I go, I'm done. And I got rid of everything. I sold everything for exactly what I owed on it. So I basically had $0 after that because I started over. Was there any purchases that you made while the business was going on that you'd like consider like crazy, like like outrageous purchases? I mean, is losing $60,000 in an hour gambling in Vegas? Is that? Let's talk about it. Okay. Blackjack, 5,000 a hand, lost 60 grand. That's it. In 12 hands is just gone. Pretty much, yeah, 12 hands. And I was making a lot of money. And then and then what I, that was the point when I go, okay, what, what am I doing? You know, like I had enough money. And then what I just- What is that? Okay, describe that. Because I've never gambled like that. I've only lost very little money in Vegas. What's that feeling? Like, what is that sensation when- you've handed over 60 grand of like hard-earned money like that because that's such but a that's, huge amount of it, money it was but it at the same time it was kind of like and, and and i wasn't making that was all the money i had mm -hmm. so what's that like really um uh two things and i know how who i am uh one thing the money wasn't hard-earned it was hard-earned but the money i was working with was all fast it was hustle money street money da, 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 da. I learned for 21 years how to hustle on streets. When I told you I sold to, you know, the worst neighborhoods all the way up to literally there's a house on Sunset Plaza that's considered one of the most safe houses in the world. And I buzzed and I got in and I sold meat to them. So I learned that vibration of how to be on the street. So it was all a hustle. So it was fast money. So it wasn't even my money. It was like, yeah, which I would assume much like I don't didn't deal drugs ever, but I would assume that's what it's like, you know, but uh, after that moment, uh, I remember that moment and I go, all right, I'm just going to, I'm done with all this, this lifestyle. This is pretty much, and I go, I'm just going to work for a year. I'm going to feel the pain of what that's like. I'm going to pay that all back. So I worked for a year pretty much every day and I paid it all back and I didn't go into savings or anything. I go, I'm going to pay that all back. And I paid it all back and then I go, all right. And that was 10, 15 years, whatever. I don't gamble. If I do, just wasn't, you know, I just go, all right, learn my lesson. That was it. Yeah. You know, and I probably over the course of gambling, because I would gamble a couple hundred dollars a hand, I probably ended up breaking even over the years. You know, yeah. that was it. That's it was, crazy. You know, people say you hit your rock bottom. Thank God I don't have a gene. I'm not a drug user. I'm not an alcoholic. Like I don't, that was my one crazy mistake. Yeah. You know, but I had the money at the time. Right. You, uh, there's an ID picture that you post every once in a while that I love because you are literally three shades darker than you are now. So I went spray tanning three times and then drove straight to DMV. My buddy owned a place called Sunset Tan, so I would get free tans. So I thought it'd be funny to go Cal Tan, Mystic Tan, and then regular tan actually. And then I just drove to DMV. I think I had plastic in my seats. And then I took the picture and I was like, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was orange. You were orange. And when people, when I get pulled over, people, cops are like, no one ever said anything. No one said, and I was literally orange. I was orange because the DMV, the, the, the color photos are not right. like, it, I was orange. I was dying laughing. I thought it was the most, the funniest thing. And my, oh, I had a Playboy necklace. I had a like, play, I mean, I was, it was the best. I had Ed Hardy. I mean, I was, I was that guy.
Shave Body, Laser, Botox, Juvederm, Restylane. Laser? Yeah. My buddy owns a company called Laser Away. And when I was doing comedy, they had just opened. Now they're the largest in the world, but they had one location and I would promote for them. I'd pass out flyers from them, all the shows and get people to go in there and all that. And they'd say, if you promote them, we'll hook yeah, you up. Yeah, they always gave me a good deal because I was like friends and family kind of thing. Um, so where now, you, what, what areas did you get lasered? Oh, I got my upper body. I, had, I was not too hairy, but I just didn't like it. And at the time, like, you know, um, clean chest was like more in. Now it's like people like hair, but at the time, you know, like Jersey Shore kind of shit. That Has was... it, does it grow back? Mine grew back a little bit because I did it so many years ago when the lasers first came out. Yeah. So it just looks normal. It looks like normal. Like you wouldn't notice one way or the other. I'm not hairy or not hairy or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time that was the thing. And I remember I was hosting fitness shows. Right, so you probably had to be clean shaven anyway. I was in that world. I mean, I was literally on TV. Because there's not morning. really in the fitness world. There's not like really. That's not really a thing, is it? Like super hairy dudes who are who are like like no like instructing you, and stuff like that. You want to see the definition, right? Yeah, and that was also in at the time, as I said. That was, you know, the fad. It always changes, you know. And like if you think about it, like it used to be. I don't know, two thousand five. Let's just use an example. Like fifty cent bling bling Diddy, you know, bottle service Rolls Royces, and then it went to thrift shop. Macklemore and like right. so the younger generation always wants to do what the opposite is so you'll see in 10-15 years we'll go back to bling bling decadence it just bounces and it's always young kids not wanting to do what the old losers are and then those kids get older and then the young kids huh which is kind of genius like the nightclubs a guy named Sam Nazarian owns like seven nightclubs out here and he makes one popular and then when all the young kids go that's where all the old people go he opens this one and then he closes this one remodels it and then it just bounces like whack-a-mole but little do they know, he owns all of the clubs. Wow. So that's what I found out in Hollywood. Real Chipotle Panera situation we got going on over here. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Are you a Chipotle guy or are you a Panera guy? I'm a Chipotle, but they're both owned by the same people. Uh-huh. <sighs> Ever notice that there's a Chipotle and a Panera very close to each other always? Oh, I've been noticing that since 73. Oh, good. I'm more of a Chipotle guy. I love Chipotle. Josh, it's Chipotle. Yeah, but Sebastian says Chipotle. By the way, do you think Sebastian says that so he can't get sued? Ross for less, Chipotle. Oh, could be a genius move. I miss the red jacket. Josh knew me when uh, I used to unironically wear a red blazer on stage to do my stand-up sets and uh if you have followed me over the years uh i have used it for an 80s comedian character named zippy <laughs> um that you may have enjoyed but i used to unironically just wear that like during my set it was my favorite it's just a red 1980s jacket yeah and guess where i got that where I'm going to pop some tags. Thrift shop. But I was, it's funny you say that. I always went to thrift shops in Kansas when it was not cool to do that. I, I loved going to thrift shop and finding like old weird things because like everybody else is concerned about their brand new pickup trucks and stuff like that. And I literally wore um, Velcro shoes because uh, I was like, I think it's, I think it's funny and I, and I like wearing old people's shoes when everybody's worried about like how nice. So I got like at Walmart, like Velcro shoes that I used to love wearing. And I think thrift shops are disgusting. 
Do you really? The smell is disgusting. I hate it. I go to a nice mm. old bookstore, go to a thrift shop. No, no, I like new, crisp, clean, modern, perfect lines, scrubbed clean. Well, first of all, whoever said that a thrift store smelled like, they reminded them of like a nice bookstore. No, no. I'm just saying the whole old smell of like bookstores and all that. And oh, like, you don't like bookstores either. I like new bookstores. The old bookstores, I don't like dust. Okay. smell all that disgustingness. Right. Dude, let's go vintage shopping. No, never. Let's go to a swap meet. No. I'll go to Zara. No, no. I, I, Zara's good too. Yeah. It's fast fashion. What does that mean? Uh, it's a quick, easy fashion that doesn't last long. You can wear it like three times and then it starts to fade. So fast fashion. Like, like the color? Yeah. The color fades or it will rip. It's not like the best quality, but it's like the newest hip. Like I went into Zara a couple weeks ago and I was like, it's not good. It's too hip and too flash for me. Mm. I was just doing a bit, but I do not like thrift stores. I don't like the smell. I don't want to wear something somebody else wore. Really? No, it's so gross to me. Well, what about the history? I don't give a shit. It's disgusting. But somebody else lived in it. Great. And they probably died in it. And I don't want that. But you don't want a part of history on your body? Nope. No. But what if it's a link to the past? Yeah, no. But I did like anthropology classes. I find it interesting. I just don't want to wear what they wore. I just find it to be so gross and dirty. So anthropology class is kind of the thrift store of classes. Yeah. When was the last time we went to a thrift store? Two hours ago. No, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, two weeks ago, my friend came out here with her daughter. And her daughter, who was going to college, wanted to brag? go. How, how am I bragging that my friend has a daughter? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you, you've got you've got a child. I don't have a child. I'm lonely. Who's bragging? Sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so I'm lonely. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. The uh, your friend brought the daughter. Oh, my friend brought a daughter. We went to a thrift store, and I just I just sat outside. I don't want to do that. That's how I am with certain Starbucks. Why? I used to work there. Let me tell you something about Starbucks. Uh, get a better menu. Besides the coffee, they, their snacks, they don't have anything. They should have meals there. They don't have anything good there really to What eat. do you mean meals? They should have full meals where you go, I want a coffee. I want to get like something, not a meal, not like a, a cheesecake factory meal, but like a, a meal. Like, Hi, I'd like coffee and a spaghetti. Thanks, Starbucks. Why not? Why not have something, not spaghetti, the step before that? Hi. Why a nice sandwich? Hi, can I get coffee and some flan, Starbucks? Thank you so much. How about coffee and a sandwich? They have sandwiches there. Not really. They don't really have a whole line of sandwiches. I mean, there's about four or five different sandwich op options what, that they have. What, the ones I go to don't have beautiful sandwiches. They don't have a whole line of salad. They literally could have an outside company come in, like Air One or whatever. One of these companies have the prepackaged stuff like you see at the gymnasiums. Mm -hmm. They should do that. Hey, could I get a hot dog? Thanks, Starbucks. Did I? Did do they have hot dogs at gymnasiums? Do they have hot dogs? Answer yes or no. Hey, could I get a cheeseburger with some fries? Do Thanks, they Starbucks. have cheeseburger and fries at gymnasiums? Uh, the gyms that I go to. Oh, what gym do you go to? Uh, USSR. Oh, I'm so sorry. You go to you go to a Russian <laughs> yeah, gym. Yeah, I go to a Russian gym. And and, and they have hot dogs. American. Say, oh, here. Would you like some hot dogs? Would you like some burgers? But but why are they making that noise? No, because the, the hot dogs are so heavy. They'll put in. Uh, You've never been to USSR gym. Let me get you spot. 
Spot is the name of dog. He will lift the bar across your chest while he while you push. I am so sorry to interrupt you. I know you're busy right now. Are you telling me that at your USSR gym, you have a dog that gives you a spot? Yeah. Also, and his name is Spot. His name's Spot. He'll lift the bar off your chest if, if you cannot get it off yourself. Very strong dog. I got some new bits that I'm working on. I was just wondering if I could run them by you real quick. Yes. Actually, never mind. Okay. So, um, right now, we're going to get into a segment that I like that's called Wig. Wig! Hey, Rick. You're looking pretty good, man. Gotta be honest, dude. Curtis, you're awesome. You, you, you know how to make, get me ready before a game, and I'm so excited to be here. I mean, listen, man. Yeah. Like, we used to play you and your team in football like before you got injured and you became the head male cheerleader and I had mad respect for you but the fact that you kept on kicking the fact that you went from being a star quarterback to now the star male cheerleader I mean I gotta give you props man I appreciate it and I really feel like the team won't win unless I'm there you know because I'm still I still feel like even though the team doesn't talk to me all the time I'm still like their captain what do you mean they don't talk to you I mean, you know, there's a different level. You know, it's like football's here and cheerleading is up here. You know, because we're we are the direct liaison to the fans, and without us, you know, it's just not going to work. I mean, yeah, the perks of being quarterback at my school is pretty good. I mean, I'm in the best shape I've been in my life. You know, one, two, down, up, toss to a hands to a QP. I mean, I can do any cheer you want me to do. Do you I'll do that with chicks? I mean, yeah, there's. Like, like those flyers, you know, like they're like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, you know, as the captain, they don't let me do that because I'm in charge of things. But, you know. Do you ever like throw a girl and then you're like, oh, my dick's underneath here. No, no. And then no. Like, she lands on it. And no. then you're like, whoa, what's happening? I'm coming everywhere. No, no. Literally, no. That's literally no. Because that's what I would do if I was a male cheerleader. I'd be like, oh, I'm tossing you up. And then they're like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm, you're falling. Oh, wait. Oh, you got it. You use a safety blanket. It's my dick. I am so sorry. Did you just say use a safety blanket as your dick? It doesn't even make mathematical sense what you're saying. What do you mean? Like, you know, like like a girl's like, you know, flying through the air. She's like looking for like a soft spot. And you're like, I don't have anything soft. It's only hard. Okay, just land on this. No, that, that, nothing like that happens. Do you realize how much trouble you can get in? What do you mean? But, but like midair, you're like, is, is this, do you consent? And she's like, okay. And then she like falls on it. And you're like, oh. You're, 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 you're being so aggressive with this. Look, cheerleading is an art form. It's a way of life. It's the liaison, as I said, between the fans and the team. And without cheerleaders, I'm just you, saying you don't have a job. You got to dude it up a little bit, man. Like I get us like artsy and stuff like that, but like you know, how are you like gonna like crush puss like if you don't like start putting that energy out there? I, I don't really think that that's the. I used your word, energy. <laughs> yeah. I never use that word. I don't really know if um, if what you said is like the the point of cheerleading. I mean, really. Pretty sure it is. It's to get chicks, right? First off, you get the chicks by being on the team with them. You won already. And then you start dating the girls because then you're like in their comfort zone. And then three, pound town, USA, Penn State, give me an A, give me an S, give me an S, give me an H. Give me an O, give me an L, give me an E. What does that spell? Mindy's asshole. Yeah, I don't really like girls. 
What do you mean, bro? They're not nice to me. So are you... Are you coming out right now? No, no, no. I, I like women. I like women. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I like women. Yeah, I oh. like women. I like, you know, mature women, doctors, lawyers. You, you almost shook my world, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you, like, when you're playing football, like, mm -hmm. you're crushing like crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure if you realize that um, what we do is actually an art form. What you do is it's just a dead pig with air in it. It's a pigskin. It's just a dead pig. You're it's something that you used to play, so I don't appreciate you talking like bad about it like that but okay you're, you're tackling other men yeah while girls look on and I'm like hey so I've watched you play football for years and <laughs> okay sorry that's just as a guttural reaction that came out I'm trying to I know it's a it's a thing I, I used to have bad habits of doing back in the days like calling things gay I'm working on it. Counselors have talked to me. The PC police have been around. Continue. I've watched you play football for years, and... Yeah. Sorry. No, it's all right. Um, I've watched and... you play football for years. Mm -hmm. How come every time I say I've watched you play football for years, some, you have some type of reaction? It's fine. It's just a little... Okay, so I've watched you play football for years, and I gotta be honest, like... You're by far the best football player that I've ever seen in my life, and I just wanted to tell you that I really appreciate watching you. It makes my job so much easier. Like it makes the cheering easier? Yeah, because I have someone to cheer for. You know? It means a lot, man. Thank you for that. Thank you. You know, you just don't have to have such a bad attitude about it. I mean, your teammates hate you. Maybe it's because... I put out that I'm a confident person, but I really hate myself on the inside. Oh, what's the number one thing you hate about yourself? Everything. I hate your stupid face. This isn't helping. I wish you were dead. Me get out of this predicament that I'm in. Yeah, I wish you weren't here anymore. Why, why would you say that? I haven't liked you for years, I have to be honest. Like, like, I feel like you're you're demeaning and rude, um, and you know you talk about women, you objectify women, and be quite quite frankly honest. I, I don't you know like... who uses the word objectifies women. Guys who don't get enough pussy. <laughs> Facts. Facts. I was about to get emotional in here. Didn't happen. I just get nervous around women. You know, I don't know how to talk to them. It's easy. Sup. Sup? Yeah. Sup. And then they go, hi. And then oh, what do you do? I'm sliding in my DMs. So you slide in their DMs with what's up. Let me ask First you. First I slide in their DMs, then I slide into their BMs. Their Just a second ago, you said, kill kill myself, essentially? You said you wouldn't care if I wasn't here anymore. Oh, no, I definitely wouldn't care. You've been you've been harassing me and bullying me for years, and then you just said slide into their BMs. Give I me mean, a B. Um, what? Give me an I. I. Give me a T. T. Give me a C. C. Give me an H. No. Come on, give it to me. No, I'm not doing that. 
Well, I'm sorry I ever made you feel like uh, you weren't enough. Is Maybe that, you should drink more green juice. Is that green juice? Yeah, it's got cucumber, celery, Cute. grapefruit, green chard, and lettuce. Yeah, cucumber, celery, grape, yeah. grapefruit, green chard, and lettuce. Maybe it would help you play football better. What do you mean? You said yourself was the best football player you've ever seen. Yeah, but you can always get better. I mean, you want to get drafted and what? Do you want to play college football? Like you want to play in the pros? Like yeah, what's... I want to play pros. I got to be honest. You're really not the best football player I've ever seen. You're one of the worst. I just wanted to get your... your I wanted to get you Why did you say that to me? Because I feel like you're on the edge of maybe just quitting life. Is that hell? not a perfect what? spiral? You didn't throw anything. You literally, you're literally sitting in a chair. You don't even have a football. I know, but I'm saying it's just like, that's, this is like good form. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is really, this is awkward. Okay. Well, I guess it's time to go then. I mean, I could stay here for a while. I love awkward. Okay. I don't want to wait for our, our lives, lives to, to be, be over. over. You lost me now. Who would it be? I don't want to wait for our lives. Do you know any Kings of Leon? Gotta go. Wait. Well, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I can't wait to go bald and have a toupee. Really? Why? Yeah. I just love toupees. You've got good hair, though. I know. But I just want... I love... When you see a person with a toupee. That's and, flapping? And everybody knows that it's a toupee. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Yes. I want it to be like this and just flap in the wind. Will you be the kind of person that'll make it talk on stage? And I'll be like, I can go swimming with it. I can go skydiving. It's so natural. <laughs> and we're like, Josh, it's not natural at all. I loved. Has it, look, we can send people to the moon. Why can't they make a natural looking toupee? Why? That is a good point. That's a very good point. It's the best. And they call it a hair care system. No, it's a toupee. <laughs> it's my favorite. Let's get into this final segment. It's called Sax Talk. Mm. Oh, Sax Talk. All right. Josh Nasser is going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet saxophone along with it while he does. Whenever you're ready, Josh. So I was 13... 14 years old and uh give you an idea of my history with women at my bar mitzvah i had 65 kids only one girl showed up jill corman Uh, I didn't have a good childhood my stepfather used to lock me in my room for days at a time and only let me eat corn what he never knew is I like corn. So uh, I was at Hebrew school uh, with my buddy Noah Sanders. And our parents were supposed to pick us up at about 9.30 p.m. There was a Hebrew school dance. And...
Hava Nagila Hava Nagila Hava Nagila Hava Nagila Hava Hava Nagila So there was a girl I had a crush on. Her name, actually, crazy, Stephanie Seymour. Same name, but it wasn't the real Stephanie Seymour. It was another Stephanie Seymour. So uh, we were uh, in the kitchen. We weren't supposed to. We broke into the kitchen. And then um, I said, well, why don't we go out back and just hang out in the back? So we went in the back and um, we started kissing and I got nervous and then I heard Noah Sanders from the distance calling my name. Josh, my mom's here to pick us up. Josh, my mom's here to pick us up. But I had never really kissed a girl before. So I was nervous. My hands were shaking, we were making out, and I couldn't get her brassiere off. For like five minutes. I finally got her brassiere off, and that was the first time that I ever kind of hooked up with a girl named Stephanie Seymour. And we're still friends to this day. Nice girl. Oh, Noah's mom was mad that we made her wait. And I said, I'm sorry. That's the first time I kissed a girl. And there was this moment where she goes, I got you. And that's the end of the story. Beautiful. Hey, I really appreciate that. Yeah, man. Did you see her boobs? I, I mean, come on. Yeah, but did you? Uh, no, it's just Stephanie. I was nervous. I you was said shy. you unhooked a bra. I'm not going into this on camera. Have some respect for Stephanie and my personal relationship. You're the one who name dropped her full name on the podcast. You could have left it completely random. And well, now that, I, that I'm asking for details, I'm the bad guy? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Really? No. <laughs> I'm not going, look, I told you the story. That's all you're getting. Me and Stephanie, what happened between us stays between us. It's kind of like Fight Club. Josh Nasser's on tour right now. Excuse me, what's that.com? Excuse me, what's that.com? Follow my TikTok, Josh Nasser. It's my name, J-O-S-H-N-A-S-A-R. It's a day brightener. Follow him on TikTok. I love you, pal. Thanks for coming by. Seattle, Alabama, Nashville, all over the place. Boise, Idaho. Oh, thank you for having me. Check them out.